Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Daily Tea where we spill all the tea on anything and everything you need to know. I'm Danelle and I'm Zani, your host for today's episode. And we're going to be talking about the story behind a star athlete. Prep your tea, take a seat, and let's go. All right, so for today, we invited Megan over to share her experience on being a high school star athlete. So Megan, uh, do you have anything you want to tell us about yourself? All right. Hello guys. Uh I'm Megan. I'm 19 this year and I'm currently doing my diploma in uh ICT College. Yep, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. And um I enjoy playing volleyball a lot if that makes sense and yep, volleyball. Yeah, of course it makes sense. <laughs> so, oh, volleyball. Are there any other sports uh you played back in high school? Uh yeah, yeah, there were quite a few sports that were in my list back in high school. Um track and field which included sprinting shot put long jump uh and also racket sports like uh, badminton and then followed by softball volleyball of course um frisbee basketball and sometimes a little bit of football but yeah that's that's that oh the list just keeps going on and on yeah right i really cannot relate cuz you know how bad i am in sports yep. right Yeah. And I remember I tried to play a volleyball and the volleyball didn't yep. work. Let's not talk about that. Okay, anyway, so were there any reason that you got into those specific sports? No, I don't think there was a specific reason, but I think it was overall because I was just born a sporty and athletic person since young. Like I guess it sort of friends in the family in the genes because uh, both my parents they are also very active and uh, athletic. So I just I just got it from them. So normally you play with them too, all the sports. Uh, when I was younger, when I was growing up, yeah, I played a lot, quite a lot of sports with my brothers, my my dad. Yeah, I I went for um football training with my brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah, you had two brothers, right? So it's like growing up. Yeah. Yeah, I do have two brothers. Oh cool. Out of all of these sports that you mentioned just now, right? Which sport do you love the most? Okay, so here's the thing, right? Uh, during my earlier days, I really enjoyed track and field, you know, especially like mm-hmm. running, because um, when I was growing up, I actually was very active, especially like when you play football, you have to run a lot, right? Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed track and field back then, mm-hmm. and uh, which includes short, short and long distance actually. But as time passed, I think I just, I was just more drawn to volleyball instead. The reasoning behind it would be because I just generally enjoyed volleyball more, as in like the concept and how it was played out, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was something I I found a lot of comfort, comfort and pleasure mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and the other reason would be because of um, the community I had also. Mm-hmm. I had really good teammates and like cheerful, and they were supportive, and yeah, I could get along with them pretty well. I would say your teammates. Are usually the friends you play with, right? Back in high school. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are my pretty close friends. Yeah, we're tight, we're tight. So after high school, do you still keep in touch with your friends, or you know, play volleyball with them? Yeah, yeah, they um, they're not only my teammates, but they're also like people I go to when I have problems or you know to have fun stuff like that. So 
yeah, it wasn't just from a sport pers- perspective. It was more of like an all-rounded kind of perspective, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Cause also at the same time, for being there for you, you all have a common interest, which is, you know, volleyball, lah. So it kind of just pulls you all closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, it does. Mm. So. So like chemistry was there and stuff like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, having good teammates and you know working with them really well actually plays a big part in achieving goals in sports. So, were there any achievements that you've gained? Uh, achievements. Okay, I'll start with achievements from track and field first, mm-hmm. of course. So, from running would be numerous because I participated a lot in us. Uh, sports days and I would take up to like what five events which is like the maximum I could take up right yeah so I got like quite a number of gold medals there like I mean I have like a lot of gold medals in front of me right now and yeah I think a lot of them yep 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 a lot of them were from what's day and also from what's it called again road run cross country yeah I got like a few gold medals from there also but I think the highlight would be Breaking the school record for um, 200 meter event, yeah, back in 2016. And do you remember the record? No, I do not. I do not remember the record. But um, yeah, I'm not sure if anyone managed to beat my record yet. But yeah, that will always be my my proudest achievement. Yeah. And moving on to volleyball, uh, I represented volleyball and softball actually. I represented a school for MSST. So just to enlighten you guys. Um, MSST is basically an inter-school uh, competition held by the Ministry of Sports and Ministry of Education. Uh, yeah, I got a few medals from there too. I almost got into um, Team Selangor, but that's for another time, okay? And also getting Best Female Athlete Award for two years in a row, I think. Yeah, it was two years. Yep. So that's, that's about it. That's all I can remember. Wait, the award for Best Female Athlete was back in high school or...? Or volleyball? Uh, yeah, I was back in high school. Basically, uh. like, in high school back then, when you took part in, like, five events, and you got, like, three gold medals and above, mm-hmm. then you will be eligible for the, the award. But because I broke the record, so I, I was straight away eligible for it. Oh, yeah. Wait, nice, eh. Two years in a row, yep. so Okay, so, all things aside, right, would you actually consider yourself as a star athlete? You know, seeing that you broke the record and you know you gain a lot of achievements in sports uh, well. Okay, to be very like to be very honest, I don't think I consider myself as an athlete because uh to me it was more of a passion, like, you know? Just sports in general, I just it was just a part of me. But I wouldn't say I I looked at it from a competitive uh point of view. So yeah. It's something for just you know, just there for you to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like it's like entertainment to people. I, I would say like, you know how some people have like gaming as their hobby and stuff like that. I guess sports in general was just a hobby for me. Yeah, it wasn't like something I looked as competitively. Yeah, I can relate. Binging is a uh, sports for me. Yep, yep. <laughs> so besides having passion in sports, like volleyballs or those, are there mm. any other aspects that you're passionate about? Okay, uh, I would say I'm passionate about meeting people. Mm. Like, uh, I'm not very sociable. I'm quite an ambivert, but if you get to know me, if I get to know you well enough, you know, we get along, then yeah, I guess you can really 
get to know me for who I am from there mm-hmm. But if if you were to just meet me in person and you know if we lock eyes and stuff like that, I don't think you will kind of be able to tell like how am I as a person. So I would say passionate about meeting new people. Yeah, I remember when I first saw you, like we weren't friends at the time. You looked very intimidating. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do have a an RBF. Yeah, so to say. Yeah, I felt the same way too when I first saw you. I felt so scared. Like I thought I did something wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I but then once yeah. you get to know her, it's you you regret meeting her actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So seeing you have so like that much achievements on in sports, right? Were you on the path of becoming a national athlete though? Frankly speaking, I don't think so because like all this while, I always viewed sports as a passion. So competitiveness was not in my sight, lah. I would say. Okay, so okay. no, I don't think I've seen myself competing nationally. Have you ever like at least one time in your life actually had that goal, or picture yourself, just one? Uh, okay, so probably when I was at my peak, uh, I wanted to actually represent this. Represent like state lah at least, but nationally not yet. I would say, yeah. Okay, at least you got a lot of gold medals in your room right now, clink clanking away. <laughs> you guys want to hear it again? No, no, no. no. <laughs> you know, a lot of my friends, a lot of my other friends are, they are also very sporty and athletic, and have a lot of achievements in their life. And you know, I've heard stories about them having to follow strict diets or strict, you know, training. Training routines, and sometimes it just overworks them, lah. So I was wondering if you had been through that sort of thing. Okay. Um. So back then, like growing up, I was very active at a constant. I would say, you know, losing around one thousand calories. One thousand what? I mean, sorry, calories <laughs> a day. <laughs> yeah, and I I had a very high metabolism rate also, like growing up. Like I would eat and I would I wouldn't gain weight, you know. I would eat like what five 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 meals a day, five and I wouldn't gain five, weight. Five, uh? yeah. yeah, like full meals. Yeah, like full meals. Huh? Five also full meals, ah. Uh? Yeah, and like, I was I was actually trying to gain weight back then, you know. Mm. So like no, I wasn't following any specific diets, and uh, training routines, not really also. But uh, I would say I always make sure that. I'm doing things to keep myself uh, fit physically. Last time mm-hmm. I used to walk mm-hmm. to school. I used to, you know, go a lot of places by foot because you know I was young. I couldn't drive, and also I used to cycle a lot. So I guess that kind of makes up my training routine in a sense. So let's say yep. it was uh, you have a competition. Let's say it's tomorrow for sports day. Would you train the week before, or will you just chill? Okay, so I remember training like. Keeping up my stamina for road runs, cross country, marathons, but for sprinting, no, I didn't. I did. I didn't train for anything. Anything. I guess one night before, I would be very nervous, and it happens all the time. So it's more of like a mentality thing instead of like a physical thing. If you get me. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Speaking of mentality, right? Is there uh what what kind of mindset and dedication does it take to be an athlete? Like, what do you think? Okay, so what do I think, lah? In my opinion, I think yeah, yeah. it takes a lot of uh perseverance, 
and also self motivation. Self motivation is very important when it comes to sports mm-hmm. because, you, as you guys know, sometimes no matter how hard you train, you expect to get this result, but not necessarily you will be able to get yeah. the expected result. So in a way, it's a very long journey, and it takes a lot of time, a lot of uh, constant effort for some people or mm-hmm. majority to eventually get to where they want to be. So yeah, and also a certain extent of competitiveness, I would say. Yeah, 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 I can totally relate on the perseverance part. It it plays a big part in being a determined athlete. Uh, I I can relate it like not sport in a sport aspect, but like in studies uh, in academics. So mm. then, how did you actually balance your academics with sports, like? Were you always on sports and not studying? Maybe. Okay, so as much as I can remember, mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't really an all star student life. You knew me back then, mm-hmm. but uh, my results were considered quite okay. Like you know, I wouldn't be disappointing my parents. I hope. And uh, <laughs> I don't feel that right. I wasn't I wasn't failing any subjects or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. it was quite okay. I had a few A's here and there. But I guess the tip is to always have balance in life. Back then, I went to school and then I paid attention in class, but I slept most of the time too. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I would play volleyball and um, badminton after school almost every day. And then I also made sure to finish my homework and uh, revision. So I guess yeah, that's that's really about it. You know, just mm-hmm. having to balance in life and also knowing how to segregate your time. Mm-hmm. I would say. I mean, overall, yeah. hearing this right, you were. I feel like your parents wouldn't be disappointed. Like you were very good in sports. Like you were like actually counted as a star athlete. But of course, your humble self won't admit that. And you were also, as you said, average in grades. At least you weren't failing, right? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So I guess it's good uh, to have balance, as you said. Yeah. But, you know, even maintaining balance, there is sure to be pressure in in the midst of it all. Uh. So mm. have you ever thought of, you know, giving up at at least one point in your life? Okay, so talking about giving up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm someone that tend to give in and give up very easily. I, I don't have a very strong will, so to say. So like in a lot of things, I tend to you know crumble very easily. But when it came to sports, I didn't feel that way because like I mentioned before, it was more of a passion kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So like it was where I found my comfort. I found my will in a lot of things. So no, I didn't want to give up in sports. And yeah, it was something that kept me going actually. If you were to ask, like a lot of times when I felt like you know I wasn't doing well in life mentally especially I would always always turn myself back to sports because like that's where I get my endorphins from and also yeah that's unexpected so instead of sports making you want to give up it actually pushes you forward and you found happiness in it right yeah a lot a lot of joy yeah and also I met a lot of new people through sports Mm -hmm. also so yeah yeah that's that's good. At least that was your source of happiness and you're good at it. So, yeah, it's yep. beneficial. Yep. I, guess, I guess you could say that. <laughs> the way to release your stress also. Uh, yeah, stress deliver. Is it? Yeah. Works very well. Also, here's a tip for you guys. Whenever you guys feel like, you know, feeling down, you're feeling like very blue, very gloomy, mm-hmm. just go for a run or, you know, just a walk, a jog, 
it's helpful enough to clear your mindset and you know just put on your ear your earphones. So yeah, that works for me also up till now. Uh, I still go on walks, on jogs whenever I feel like I I'm losing it in life. You know, mm-hmm. if you get me. Yeah. Yeah, I actually heard a lot of cases right when people feel very demotivated they just go on a run and suddenly they come back a new person so I'm just like what? Yeah, but, yeah. but it's like it's cool but I never yeah. tried it I personally now tried it before yeah it's beneficial uh, to try there's no harm to it so yeah you can always try it I will but now COVID I have to go out and run no uh, okay COVID I mean you're still allowed to go for jogs and go for runs yeah, yeah. just you know don't don't get in close contact with people lah, I guess you know? yeah yeah okay then where do you usually go for your job to like you know as you said just now release your stress like clear your mind and stuff at your garden wow garden so big man like, parks <laughs> who knows maybe okay, that so uh, where I would normally go for my runs mm. my evening jogs or walks would be where I live right now like because I have quite quite a nice running environment I would say here mm, uh, nice, I live nice. like in a golf club so like I would normally go like to the golfing range and you know just mm. take a few rounds there that kind of thing yeah so it's a very nice very nice and uh, refreshing wheel wheel because like I have to be every time huh? is it all greenery? Uh, yeah and like there's like there's like a few ponds and like the golf club oh, nice, yeah. so like every time when I go on a run I feel like I'm in somewhere new. Yeah. You get me. So it's always like a, it's a very refreshing and very calming view. Uh, every single time. Dude. It's a different thing, lah. Yeah, you describing this right now makes me really wanna go out, but cannot. <laughs> I miss the grass, dude. I miss touching the grass. I mean, you have a balcony, right? So yeah, but you can make use of your balcony. Walk out and look at the sky, lah. <laughs> no grass, lah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so back on our topic, you know, uh, let's say back in high school, you kind of had the image that you were the perfect, I, don't know, I wouldn't say perfect, but you had the image of a good athlete, right? Yeah. And people held you in high regards. Mm. So you had that entire kind of like, I wouldn't say stereotype, but kind of like mm. stereotype going on around. So have you experienced any misconceptions of yourself being an athlete that you would like to share? Yes, uh, actually do have so quite a few I I, I kind of rose to fame wow. in a way if you get me oh, back in high school fame? back in high school yes because yeah. because of my achievements uh, I think like majority mm. and I think like back then everyone in high school even the teachers they knew me through sports and I guess I was framed as a sports girl or like you know that girl you know that kind of thing yeah and I, I felt like I was actually stereotype because at, at some point people actually called me oh. like a tomboy just because I was more active in sports than most of the guys it, back in high school mm. if you remember I, I actually did yeah know. so like people would like look at me in certain type of way or you know give me stares just because I was what excelling better than guys in general so yeah actually that that kind of made me kind of tick me off mm-hmm. a bit but yeah, it yeah, actually yeah. motivated me to do better in sports in general because like if I can do it then uh, why should I step down because of what you guys think of me? So it kind of actually, it was like a pushing force for me like, in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, I actually did not expect that at all. I didn't I didn't know you were actually labelled as a tomboy. Yeah, I was, I was. Uh, besides, you know, being labelled as a tomboy, were there 
high expectations on you from the teachers or your peers. Yeah. Like let's say, okay, for example, right, uh, during sports day, they really have big and high expectations for you to win and like to get top, the top one. Ah. Recalling back every single time during sports day, I had mm-hmm. to, you know, do my best and made sure like I got like first place for everything that I participated in mm-hmm. because I wanted to live up to their expectations of me. Remember when I said like sports was a passion for me? Mm-hmm. At this point of time, it wasn't really. It was. It was still a passion, but it was turning more into like a like a competitive um, aspect for me. Like you know, all I did was wanted to win instead of doing it because I enjoy it. That kind of thing. Yeah, I always yeah. make sure like whatever I did back there, I yeah, I it was mainly for people that thought highly of me like If you get me, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to disappoint them and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, wait, I actually have one more question regarding like stereotypes. You know, uh, there's actually, you know, portrayed in movies and all those where sporty people are often dumb, I would say, in their studies. Mm-hmm. W- w- do you actually experience this type of, um, not mockery, this type of, how do you say it? Uh, it's like people just expected you to be dumb in studies. I guess. Mm. Okay. So I don't think I've ever um, portrayed this kind of energy to people before. Because I, I've always did quite well uh, in my studies, so to say Because I, I always made sure like whenever when it comes to exam season, I give my best And when it comes to sports season, I give my best also So overall, I think people could see like there was a balance in my life uh, for me in these two aspects So yeah, back to your question I I do agree that people actually think that sports people are dumb in general But for my case, I'm here to say that no this stereotype yeah, is nice. wrong. <laughs> okay, then yeah. um, going back to the subject of like people having high expectations on you and they take you as their role model and stuff, right? Um, I'm pretty sure your juniors and friends around you, they look up to you and then there's the pressure of maintaining the perfect image to them yeah. can surely be overwhelming sometimes, yeah. right? Uh, is there anything you would mm-hmm. like to share with us about this? Okay, so... It was uh, quite tough for me, like, I would mm-hmm. say back then. Because, yeah, I do, I did actually have quite a few juniors looking up to uh-huh. me and like wanting to excel as much in sports. So, yeah, it made me very competitive in a way and very kiasu, like, I would mm-hmm. say, if you get me. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't want to lose. I always wanted to win. And uh, at the same time, I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to live up to... Uh, their expectations uh-huh. of me excelling yeah. in sports so yeah but you said you mentioned that uh, you know previously you mentioned that sports was your passion so I guess in a way it you know it, it subconsciously affects you like you know the pressure yeah yeah, yeah. you're right like without you knowing along the way mm-hmm. yeah along the way it actually it actually um, brought out a different side of me mm-hmm. and uh, over time I realised that oh I'm actually not really enjoying it anymore but I'm looking at it from a very competitive point of view so yeah I didn't really like I didn't really like uh, it I see I see then will you say that you have anything you regret mm. doing yep okay so like I mentioned before right I became very competitive and I lost myself through the process mm-hmm. so I guess uh, what I regret doing is actually trying to live up to the expectations of them so mm-hmm. 
yeah, that's what I regret the most lah. Trying to be someone that I'm not and losing myself through the process of it. Yep, it's getting deeper. I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Like over time, you realize as you start to lose yourself. But what's done is done, lah, right? Yep, yep. What's done is done. I can't undo it. Yeah. Even if I wanted to, and uh, actually, I have something quite confidential to share. But I think that it will be of some help to people out there, and you know, just want to get it across. Yeah, sure. So when I was at my peak of my sports career, I actually. Went through a really hard time because uh, I had an injury, and it was quite a major one. I had to go to the ER, uh, like straight away, and yeah, it was tough back then. Wait, so going to the ER, right? It must be a severe injury, lah. So, would you like to share what exactly happened back then that caused that injury? Uh, okay, so what what exactly happened was, uh. This was when I was 15, three months before uh, PT3, and I was training quite hard for my upcoming um, competition. Mm-hmm. So I was practicing, doing my trainings for long jump, and like, you know how long jump there's like a platform where you have to land. Yeah. And the sand was actually very, it was the sand was actually very hard. So it was like a, it was as hard as like a cement floor, I would say. Huh? So I landed, I landed on the. Then and um, it was it wasn't a balanced land. So one of my my ankle was facing inwards, and the other was down flat. So I actually landed with um, I actually landed on my inverted ankle first, and then only my other uh down flat ankle. I actually I had a hairline crack on my on my ankle, my the inner bone I think, and yeah I I, I it led me to the ER like straight away, and I was you know crying for help. I was I was crying my soul out, mm. and yeah, it was it was a very tough period. I would say I remember not being able to walk for three months. Also, I was on a cast and also crutches. Yeah, so I think after that I didn't really want to go to school anymore because like you know going from like someone that was losing one thousand calories a day to like someone that couldn't be able to walk, mm-hmm. it was actually a very big setback for me. Like, I would say it was very tough. And I always needed help from like what my my family going up and down the stairs or even like showering. So yeah, everything was very tough like, back then. At least for the three months. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. Oh, I the the description of your injury was not what I expected to hear. It was like really detailed and painful. Yeah, man. Oh my god, I swear I had goosebumps just by hearing the whole. Detail story about this. Yeah. Um. So three months is actually a really long time, you know. And you mentioned that you did not want to go to school, but in the end, do you actually skip classes? Okay. So here's the thing. I actually got like a letter from my doctor to actually skip classes and just stay home. Uh-huh. So yes, I skipped school for three months and I stayed home to a uh, so-called study, but. Throughout the three months, I didn't really study. I I was binging K drama. I was, uh, during those three months, I was just doing my stuff, mm. chilling. Like, the thought of like PT three getting nearer didn't even hit me because, uh, I was already very. I was very put down by the whole situation mm. already, so I didn't really wanna focus on my studies at that time. I don't know if you get me, but 
yeah, yeah. We get- it was really a really rare tough time for me so I didn't want to pressure myself more so in a way I gave up on my studies yeah so that means you didn't catch up on your studies in that three months lah right yeah I didn't bother to catch up I didn't bother to so I didn't even bother to ask my friends on like homework mm. and homework and any curriculum related uh, progress I just I just entirely gave up and when PTG results came out I was quite disappointed like myself I thought I could do better but at the same time looking back that injury really 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 hit me and it was just very it was just a very tough journey like, for me and that period of time where I constantly had to ask people for help mm-hmm. it was just yeah it was very tormenting I would say right now you would say you're doing much better right yeah yeah now I'm I'm able to walk again so I'm in Are a better place to sports yeah I mean I'm actually doing sports again uh, volleyball in particular but there's um, always a constant fear like in the back of my mind um, that I would you know uh, you scared like that type of injury might happen again la. yeah yeah I'm always very cautious and I do wear ankle guards that you know protect me from injuring my ankle again because as you know it's quite fragile. weak and fragile now mm-hmm. so I always have to you know protect my ankles first before I go like all out if you get me mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. hearing your story right an injury is actually a big deal to an athlete and I've heard about the hardships you went through but I want to know how did you actually really recover from it in terms of emotional well-being uh, how did I think recover from it wait let me recall mm-hmm. we also want to know how you uh build back your mentality okay so how I recovered from it as much as I remember is um, going for physiotherapy you know learning to because I had to learn to walk again I lost like mm-hmm. uh, like most part of my muscle for my right leg so I had to learn how to walk again regain the muscles and oh. yeah slowly from there I kind of regained my confidence again and I slowly build up my mentality through going back to school and you know picking up on my studies and telling myself like you know it's okay you know I still have a long way to go in life and that is just one of the setbacks that I've gone through and I actually learned a lot from there lah I would say it made me stronger mentally and emotionally not physically not physically though (laughs) and uh, yeah I would say that injury actually made up a lot of who I am today like I'm more careful of like not putting myself in risky situations and situations that can harm uh, my well-being in general if you get me yeah I get it so yeah I guess you can say it's just wanting to put yourself above anything else in that sense mm-hmm. yeah Yeah. so yeah okay. that's where I'm coming from you know all in all you you know on the your journey back uh, into regaining yourself do you also have a good support system like your I'm pretty sure your parents were supportive and they were there la, your friends right? yeah your friends yeah uh, okay so my parents they were supportive of course I mean they took mm-hmm. care of me when I couldn't walk you know they made sure I was okay, I was okay and stuff like that mm-hmm. and going back to school I remember like my friends all checking out on me making sure like there were people around me when I was going up and down the stairs and stuff like that so it was actually a very comforting time for me 
and that also kind of helped in my process of gaining my confidence back. It motivated so, you, lah. Yeah, it motivated me, and like, yeah, I guess, uh, my friends played a big role, lah, in my life, at that at that point of time. Yeah. After going through such a traumatic experience, having a good support system is also really important. You know, even if you have a strong mentality, which you have, and that's really strong of you, by the way. It's also vital for you have, as I said, a good support system. Because along the way, you'll need someone to lean on eventually. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's that's really nice to hear. Okay, so you being an athlete, you went through a lot of situations, right? You know, from gaining so many achievements in terms of uh, your sports, and then also winning gold medals and getting, as you said, the best female athlete in your school for two years. That's really big accomplishments, as well as uh, going through a traumatic experience. But then also um, getting up and just living your life again, ah. I would like to ask you, as an athlete, what do you believe the greatest challenge is that most athletes are facing today? Okay, I th- I think the greatest challenge that um. Majority of athletes are facing today is not, as I mentioned before, not being able to live up to people's expectations, because like, you know, here's an example. Like mm-hmm. you know how Lee Chong Wei he goes on for like championships and badminton championships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure like, if it's not all, majority of us will be like, since he has been a uh, world number one before, this he should win this championship and stuff like that. If in the back of our mind we would think like. Oh, there's no way he's not gonna win this, or like he is already that good. So like, how is people gonna like drum him that easily and stuff like that? But I think this is not the mentality that people should have of athletes. Oh yeah. Instead, they should actually be supportive, more supportive and reasonable in their thinking. Mm, yeah, I would say I because imagine like someone having to, you know, put in all their time just to mm-hmm. just for one specific competition. Just because they want to live up to your standard of them, I don't think it's fair for people, especially athletes out there, because they they themselves they have a life too, right? Mm-hmm. And their goal in life is not to please the expectations of people. Instead, it's for themselves. So I guess the mass majority should know that having a certain expectation of someone else is not fair because no one deserves to go through whatever. Athletes these days are going through lah. If you get me, yeah, I totally agree. Cause at the end of the day, they themselves are human as well. And you yeah. know, us basic, I mean, average people, they, we all go through different situations in life without anyone else knowing, and you really don't know what goes on yeah. behind the scenes. Ah, so it's really not nice to also judge people if, let's say, an athlete is on a winning streak and then one day he loses, and then everyone just turn their back against him. Mm-hmm. It's really. Not nice, lah. Cause yeah, you should really learn to empathize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you lose some, you win some, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be winning all the time in life. Exactly. That's just how life is. Yeah, as you said, at the end of the day, athletes are still human, right? And we all have emotions, so we can't expect everyone to do their best when we ourselves are not the best. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, uh, before our session ends, right? Are there any advice you would like to share that you wish you learned earlier? Mm, okay, 
Yeah, I do. I do have a few actually. So mm. my advice would be like this is what I would tell myself, my younger self, that um it is actually okay to not be the best. It's okay to fail mm-hmm. and okay to always try again next time. You know, yeah, yeah. as long as you come back stronger, you climb back up and on your feet again. And yeah, I guess I was just way too hard on myself back then. And if I had the chance, I would I would do it differently, lah. That's what I would say. Yep. That's wise words from yeah. Megan. Thank yeah. you. Anyway, uh, thank you, Megan, for taking the time out of your day to share your story. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you for inviting me here. <laughs> we really appreciate it a lot, but sadly, we have come to the end of today's episode and we love your insight on what was discussed. Share your thoughts on our Instagram at the youth underscore official underscore or send us an email at youthofficial2020 at gmail.com. You can also email us any questions or topic suggestions that you would like us to talk about in our future episodes. Do remember to also check out our website and Instagram account for more info. It's us, for the youth, by the youth, about the youth. Till next time, Daniel and Zani signing out.